0: Welcome to week 26 of Gained and Retain University. And in this section of the program, we are diving into building really beneficial collaborations. And today, I want to take some time to talk a little bit about the mindset around collaborations, right? What kind of mindset do we need to have? What kind of shifts do we need to make in order to make the most out of our collaborations and to make sure that we are in the best headspace to move forward, right? So I want to start by using a little story. And I've been on the Taylor Swift bandwagon lately, as many people have. And funnily enough, when, you know, when she first came on the scene, I was, I think in high school. I think uh, actually we're the same age. So I was 15 when she first started making music and I was not into her. I did not like country music at all. I was staunchly against it. My younger sister loved her, loved country music, loved teardrops on my guitar. Also loved the song, Tim McGraw at 15. Taylor Swift releases the song. I think she was 15 called Tim McGraw. Okay. And then fast forward. A few years later, right? She probably really admired Tim McGraw and the music that he made and and the career that he created. And fast forward a few years later, and she is doing a collaboration with him, right? She has a duet with him. And then fast forward to now, and people are writing songs about Taylor Swift in the same style that she wrote a song about Tim McGraw. So it's kind of come like full circle. And I wanted to talk about this because I think it's really important to remember that you can be wherever you are on your journey. It's okay if you are writing songs about Tim McGraw or, you know, (laughs) in your case, starting small in your business. Okay. Because at a certain point, if you keep Pushing forward, if you keep moving forward, if you keep making the decision to recommit every day and to make your business what you want it to be, you will have that collaborative moment where you get to work with somebody or you have an opportunity that you never would have thought you could have, that you only dreamed about, thought about, you know, spoke to yourself in the quiet moments, but never dared to speak it out loud because. You didn't want other people to think you were stupid, you know, right? We've all had those moments, right? It can become more than just what you think about in the shower. So that's one of the main directives for collaborations, right? Is to grow your business. And as you start on the road of building these collaborations, I want you to remind yourself that the worst that somebody can say is no, right? You can dream as huge as you want to. You can choose to reach out to whoever you want to, because you never know when somebody might say yes, right? And I'm not just talking about celebrities, right? It's, you know, it's it's probably unrealistic for most of us at this point in our businesses to think, oh, yeah, a celebrity is going to come on and collaborate with me, especially for free. Like, that's not often going to happen, right? But there are other dream collaborations where maybe you think, oh, there is this maker who has the same audience as me and she sells out every time. And she's wonderful and awesome and I admire her so much and I love her product and I would really love to work with her, but I don't think I'm big enough to work with her, right? So I want you to think about why why do you think that? What makes you think that? What makes you feel like you're not important enough, big enough, successful enough, making enough money to reach out to this person and work to them work with them because I guarantee you they were in this spot right? They were in this spot a few months ago, a few years ago, whatever that looks like. Everybody has their own trajectory, right? So they know where you've been or where you are. They know where they've been. And very often, these people are willing to work with you, right? As long as you take your business seriously. And like we talked about in the coaching call, you have similar ideal audiences, right? You take all those criteria for a collaboration. But Often it's a mindset thing that keeps us from reaching out to these people because we think, oh, they're they're way more successful than me. They're not going to want to work together, right? And that's honestly absolutely not true. I will tell you from my experience as a coach working with small businesses, when I first started coaching, I had a lot of assumptions around kind of those vanity numbers, right? The number of followers you have, number of likes, um number of views you get on like a Facebook live that was really big you know when i was first starting to coach it's not as big anymore but it was and what i realized after really working with people is that those numbers pardon my french don't mean shit they mean absolutely nothing right so when we look at somebody's instagram profile and we see oh well this person has 20,000 followers and they get a hundred to 200 likes on every single post. There's no way they're going to work, want to work with me. You don't know where they're at in their actual business. You know where they are on social media. So you have this perceived value that you've placed on this person and on their business, but you have no idea where they're at. They could be doing $100 a month in sales. I've had clients that I've worked with who I had placed a perceived value on their business just because I had known them for a while or I had followed their business or their just their social media accounts even. And so I placed a perceived value on it. And then when we actually started working together, sometimes they made way more money than I thought they did. And sometimes they made way less than I thought they did right? So whatever you think about another small business and their perceived value, it's honestly pretty irrelevant when it comes to deciding if you want to collaborate or reach out to collaborate with them, right? It's really, really important for you to just decide this person seems like a good collaboration. These are the reasons why, right? Do they tick the boxes that we talked about in the coaching call? And I'm going to reach out to them. And the worst they can say is no. And that no is not a reflection on me. That no is a reflection on where they're at in their business right now. Right? And I talked about again in the coaching call that you can always ask, you know, can I follow up with you in the future? And they'll just say, yes, totally. You can just now is not a right time. Or they say no we're not interested. And that is okay. It's not a personal attack on you. It's not a personal attack on your business or your product. It is just simply a reflection of where they are at in their business and where their business is going and the decisions they need to make. And when you think about it from that perspective, it becomes much easier to just say, you know what, this is business. This is not personal. Even if it's a friend, a friend might tell you no too, but it's not personal. And in that regard, you don't have to say yes, right? Because it's business. It's not personal. I adore you as a person. I love our friendship. I value our friendship. But now's not the right time. And you might hear that from other people. And as you do, we have to be okay with that. And we have to walk through that. And then you remind yourself that it's okay for me to say that too. Okay, So I felt like this mindset chit chat was really important because there are a lot of ways that you can stop yourself up. And this is one of the places, right? Before you even get to the reach out, you're already psyching yourself out saying, yeah, that person was on my list of like, oh, well, maybe I'll reach out to them in five years or when I'm doing $20,000 in sales. No, maybe you reach out to them now. Maybe strategically, you're like, yeah, I I can't reach out to this person right now. I couldn't even support that audience if I wanted to at this point in my business. And that's totally fine, right? You want to be realistic and strategic with your business partnerships. But if it comes down to the brass tacks of, I just don't know if I'm valuable enough to work with them or if they're going to see me as somebody who's worth working with, then do it anyways, right? Right do it scared, do it afraid, do it anxious if you need to, right? It's okay to do that. And you're going to get no's and you're going to get yeses and you might get no's more than you get yeses. And again, it's okay. And honestly, it really helps you grow or continue to grow a thicker skin because you're in sales, right? Sales is hard Sales, you hear no a lot, right? And sales, you often hear no more than you hear yes. And so we just kind of continue to grow that that thick skin of like, it's not me. It's whatever is going on in their life that this is not necessary or needed or wanted right now, right? And it's okay to continue that because it's just going to give you practice to do it over and over and over and over again and not to let those no's or maybes burn a hole in your brain, right? Of you thinking like, oh, do they not like me? Do they not like my business? Do they think I suck? No, it's them and that's okay. So I want you to just take this, digest it, think about it. Think about times where you maybe have come up against this, where maybe you haven't reached out to people because you had this anxiety around like, am I good enough? Is my business good enough? Right? Right. I want you to think about that and reflect on those things because it's important to remember okay, I did let myself do this. Because auto- oftentimes we will automatically go to, oh, I don't ever do that. But I know I've done that. I know I have. And so we need to think about those things, reflect on them, and then move forward outside of that behavior, right? Outside of that mindset so that you can grow your business in the best way that you know how, not having it influenced by those fears of, ultimately being rejected, right? You are valuable. Your business is valuable. You are worthy. Your business is worthy. And the collaborations that are meant for you are the ones that will happen. Okay. So in the coming weeks, you can expect podcast episodes that are going to dig directly into collaborations, different kinds that you can create, and the step-by-step process for going through it from the reach out, all the way to the follow-up thank you feedback portion of it, okay? I want you to be really well prepared with these tools in your pocket so that when the holidays roll around, which they are coming, right? Fall is like here in a couple of weeks. The PSL came out yesterday. We're rolling into it. It's happening whether we want it to or not. You are ready to create those collaborations and to have a really successful holiday season. And, The best way to do that is to grow your audience, right? Collaborations are going to allow you to do that. If you want to talk about this more, send me a message on Instagram. Happy to chat about it at Jessica.Guzikowski. Otherwise, thank you so much. I appreciate you beyond words. Have a great, great week. And I will see you right back here next Friday.